What's good, everyone? Today in Maddie Mox, I am going from four. Who am I going to take one? Well, the image will tell you that. And joining me will be Maddie Malley, my guy. It's Maddie's Mock. It's a double Maddie Fiesta. As I go from four and he'll go from 11, we're going to use fantasy scores to help us out as we draft today. You can use Z scores to help maximize your draft results. It integrates perfectly into Yahoo. It is a season-long tool. You can find waivers. You can find targets. You can help punt strategies. It is incredibly powerful. It's dynamic. Use promo code Insight to get five US dollars off the price. Check him out, fantasyscores.com, and check out the pod coming up to you after this. With the Spurs foul, should Miami go for the three right away? Just attack the basket. James catches, puts up the three, will go. Rebound box, back out to Allen, his three pointer. Ultimate Super Coach and Fantasy Sports Show. You are now listening to the Insight Fantasy Sports Podcast. Boom shakalaka! Oh, I like it when you give me the eyebrows. What's good, everyone? This is at MBAG Wiz. You know me as Maddie G, and this is my other Maddie. My, my, my the better of the Maddies, we like to say, because actually, should we do backwards? Is it backwards caps for Maddies tonight? We've got to do a bit of matching, mate. You got the Harley yeah. Davidson standard squeeze. I've got the standard squeeze T on a Mally. We're doing a mock draft, brother. Uh-huh. I'm uh, going to enjoy myself. Uh, the only bad thing about the NBA season starting is no more mock drafts. Yeah, it's it's a very limited window we have today. I'm going from four in the series. You are going from eleven. Let's get to it and let's start sharing our screen and talk about what we are going to do in this draft today. Thank you. So as you can see on the draft board today, we have Nikola Jokic, number one, Lucas, number two, Joel's come three. Number four is Shea Gilgis-Alexander, who I'm probably going to target at four. I'm in a bit of a quandary. I don't know whether I should take uh, Shea or Jason Tatum, Maddie. Uh, I know in a draft that we did the other day, Mick from Insight, he took our good mate, uh, he took our good mate Jason Tatum with the third pick. Do you like that or do you think it's just a clear Shea is the guy? <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I've pushed Tatum back to six. I think he just falls back with all their reconstruction there. Um, in Boston, I'm I'm a little down on him. And when I say a little down, I'm one spot down. So I'm a shame man at the moment. And mm-hmm. um, and then, yeah, I probably uh, – Tatum's probably, yeah, five or six for me, I reckon. Because I don't like – I don't mind how that panned out for him at the end of the day. Like, if you look back at that draft that we've done, you can check it out. It was um, – it was quite a good draft from Mickey Dell, um, and I was happy with it. But, yeah, obviously going off the board number one is Jokic, Lucas too. Yeah. Shea has gone three. Yikes. That's good. Uh, I don't mind that. Just no good for you. There goes your plan. There goes my plan. Okay, so, jeez. Um, okay, well, I'm going to take Tatum. No, I'm going to take yep. Tyrese. No, I'm going to take Tatum. I'm going to take Tatum. I'm going to take Tatum. I'm going to do the sure. Mick draft. I'm going to try and do a Mick-style draft from four. I was not expecting Shay to go at three, but I guess that does show you how popular he is going right now, mate. Yeah, and the uh, the door's wide open now for you with Tatum. You can really pivot in any direction you want. Um, he's a he's a punter's dream. Well, I guess in some ways he's a punter's nightmare because he doesn't give you a good punt to start with. But really, now you can make your second pick and start to make decisions about what way you want to go. Yeah. Yeah, that's a tough – oh, mate, I'm a little bit thrown by that. What, where are you looking? You were going at 11 today, or is it 10? You're going from 11, aren't you? 
Yeah, I'm going for 11. Yep. I see um, Giannis goes off the board at eight. That makes sense to me. Um, he might have dropped a little bit since Lillard's arrival. Halliburton going at seven is uh, a little shocking. And MB going at six. Curry moving up the board there. I worry about him, his age, uh, the team's direction. So that wouldn't have been the pick that I would have made. But that's okay. Um, you know, to each their own in this first round, I think. Can I also be clear that I am not also the punter you can see on screen drafting from 6G. Uh, That is definitely not me in Cognito, just to be fair. Well, that's a bit upsetting because I've gone and thought Davis is my man, but he's taken off the board. So at 11th, it comes down to a a coin toss for me between Durant and Lillard. I haven't really given much thought to Lillard. So I think today for an experiment, he's going to be my man. So... I'm going to well, take him at 11th, Damian Lillard. Well, in our league that we did on the weekend, in the uh, Molten League, mate, I ended up taking him at 11, and I actually managed to build a pretty good team out. Maybe, mate, if you can bring up my ESPN team, try and recreate some of those picks and talk it through, maybe that'll give you a bit of a guide because that was our, like, we're in that as mates. So that was a, a fun draft to do the other day. Going off after him, obviously, was Duran and Edwards at 13. He has just been consensus end of first round, early second round, hasn't he, this whole, this whole season? Yeah, yeah, he hasn't really moved at all. It seems to be one of those guys who's pretty solid. I'm actually going to go with Devin Booker as mm. my second pick, the 14th pick there. I think he pairs fairly nicely with um, with Lillard. I go over to my fantasy scores and have a little look at how my team's shaping up. And it's having a panic because I didn't put the right code in. But I know that I'm going to be strong in uh, free throws. My points are going to be nice and juicy um, I'm happy with that as a start. Do you think this season with me coming up with just Jason's head and pick that I've got to be a master of many because he might lose. I had this conversation with Mickey Dell. He could lose some rebounding to Porzingis. Um, obviously Horford is a, is a, an excellent rebounder. And this is, now there's been some interesting picks off the board. We should talk about these after you, Jaron Jackson, Jr. Kyrie Irving, Sabonis slipping just a tad only because he's also been in that Anthony Edwards range. So that's a, I won't say it's a massive slip, but it's just later than I've seen him go. Cat um, obviously going there in um, – that's a pick early. Donovan Mitchell uh, on the – and then Tommy is on the clock right now. Taking Kawhi Leonard. Now, that is the earliest I've probably seen Kawhi. There is no dispute that the man is a top 25 player, but that does throw me a little bit. I'm probably looking to get – I was looking for someone like him. I'm going to probably have to target a point guard. Early, I'm going to probably take someone like, oh, you know what? I am going to get Fred Van Fleet because I took Trey Young in another draft. I'm going to take Fred over in Houston with a fresh start for him. I've taken Trey Young before, but I like what Fred can do by way of, I like what he can do by way of blocks for me, just because he gets steals and he gets blocks and he gets me some assists. So I'm going to have to make a really interesting call on my third pick to see where I go there. Uh, after the, me, uh, on the clock, we've got old mate uh, Regesh. Regesh is paired up with, there we go. Let's put the draft results in here. Regesh has paired Shea with Bam. Luca has been paired with Trey. And we're back to Greg at the front of the turn right here. He obviously, with the number one pick, took Jokic. Maddie, you can't go wrong, can you? No, not really. I um, yeah, I've seen back on your your FVV pick. I've just seen him plummet in some of the drafts. So I had a draft the other day, an actual uh, a money draft, 
And um, and he was somewhere around, oh, it was like the late 30s. And th- that to me seemed unreal. I've got him picked at about uh, 24, I think. So about where you took him. Um, I, I just can't see. I don't know if people are panicked about his move over to Houston and the settling there with a with a pretty um, pretty deep roster. But I don't know. I, I, I don't have any concerns about him. I would still be picking him up in that mid-20 zone. Yeah, yeah, me too. And at this point here, it's pretty much where it's going to go. I am – there is someone who I'm very curious. I wasn't going to go Mikhail Bridges, but Mikhail Bridges has fallen into my lap. Yeah, at this point in time, I've got to take him at 28 because I don't want anyone else to get him. So it's not my strategy. This has been a draft. This has been a draft where I have not had a strategy work out so far at all. In fact, I was actually looking yeah. maybe because of the shortness of assists that I had early on, um, maybe getting a guy like a Garland into my squad. Um, but that's just obviously gone straight out the window for me because he was taking two picks before. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so what do we have there? We have you taking Bridges just before that in pick 27 was DeJounte Murray, a little early for my liking. I think we saw what last season, what he is going to do, and he is removed from the uh, DeJounte Murray of the Spurs. So I also, I mean, I picked up um, Trey in a couple of drafts this season, and I'm going to put my money on him. He's obviously going to stay to be the number one guy, but... Um, yeah, I don't. I, I'm a big Dejounte Murray guy. He's he's my favorite player, and I still won't be touching him there. And then Bain, after you at 29, he's been slipping a lot. I remember people early on in the in the draft, in the mock drafts, people taking him at the early 20s. You know, 21. Um, and you know, he's kind of settling back into a better spot now. Um, the Doppel Matty, um, I'm going to call him Doppel G. Uh, Doppel G took Victor Wembenyama. Can I just be honest? If you were in a third round right now, he is not slipping out of the third round. He's looked great in the preseason. All the hype train is if you want to put Victor Wembenyama on your team this season, you are going to have to draft Victor probably in the third round. But these are guys now that are coming off the clock. Mark's just taken someone who's possibly first round value in Jimmy Butler. James Harden with the uncertainty there has gone off after Victor. LeBron James, Jimmy Butler, Vucevic. From Kassat. I love his little umlauts and everything over his name. Thank you very much, Kassat. 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 And Maddie, it's you. Well, I'm looking at picking um, Paul George at this spot. I think mm. that pick 34, 35's about uh, perfect for him. I think that mitigates a little bit of the risk. I think that even if Harden does turn up over there, that he's still going to do Paul George things. Um, he'll obviously lose a few of his assists, but that's not his game. His free throw percentage is wonderful. He gets to the line plenty. Um, so with Booker and Lillard, I'm looking reasonably unstoppable in that spot. And now I can start to turn my direction, my um, focus to other things. I have to make a decision now with my fourth pick if I'm going to try and save my um, rebounds or just let them go completely. I see Miles Turner there, but he's not a big rebounds guy. Uh it feels a little early, but he's just going to fit the build beautifully, and I'm going to pick up Chris Dapps Pazingas. I'm I, not worried about his I role now. I, yeah, I, I just have a bit more confidence in him um, with um, the the with Rob Williams um, moving over to Portland. I think that um, you know the the whole question about how does the how does he fit with Rob. 
Uh, and I think that problem's kind of solved itself now. So mm, barring any injury, I think Chris, Chris Stapps said about that 40th pick feels pretty good to me. And um, we know when he's healthy that he can be a top uh, 20, 25 guy. So I'm feeling all right about that. M2 for you. I like that pick. I think when you start to see him fall to the fourth round, it mitigates some of that risk. He's looked good in Boston. I, I love what I'm seeing there. He's going to get his touches. He's not going to have the 27% usage he had in Washington last year because that was also no. driven up by injuries to Beal. So we can't expect the season best injury. But I've just been decimated. So I, I hope everyone just go back and grab this back 30 seconds and then watch it. Um, <laughs> because you can just see that. I, I was thinking, Miles, OG's gone. Jordan Poole's gone, Cade's gone, which has just left one guy here for me, and it's Chet Holgren. I think he has looked absolutely phenomenal. He is he is possibly rookie of the year potential stuff for me. Um, I have to take him there because he is not coming back because Claxton was one of the other picks that I'm looking at in this fourth round. So you kind of – when you move to the middle of the draft, Maddie, in towards like the five, the sixes, that's kind of that tipping point where people are like, oh, geez, I don't want to let him go so much. You know what I mean? Like there seems to be a bit of anxiety around um, – guys there i'm i'm probably needing another point guard i am looking i've taken i've been high on maxi for a little bit i am going to put scotty barnes oh no that's not that's demata rosen i'm going to put scotty but i like jalen brunson i like what he brings me he doesn't give me a lot of steals but he's very good for my three four percentage but i've also been looking at tyrese maxi because anthony simon's going at 49 jalen brown at 48 randall at 47 oh. Really? It might be it might be giving me a layup. I just keep on getting Tyrese yeah. Maxey in drafts like this. Oh Jesus. It's Tyrese yeah, Maxey. goes Bronson, so that yeah. that helps your decision making process. It does. And yeah. and Shangoon looked excellent today. It was only the first day of the preseason, but he got a couple of block shots. So hello defensive stats for Alper and Shangoon. Um, I got Chet. I'm he's in power forward. I'm gonna target some centers. I'm gonna fill up that last guard spot with uh, one. Tyrese Maxey, who looked fresh out the box, brand new toy yesterday in his first uh, in his first preseason outing. Uh, Jamal yeah. Murray, uh, Drew Holiday at fifty three. Um, I don't like that this season, Maddie. Yeah, I think that's um, I think that's the the top of his his peak. That's where he's going to peak out. I don't think he's going to get around the uh, the fifty third mark. Um, back to your pick before Maxi with Holgram. I took Holgram at exactly the same place you did in one of my legitimate drafts the other day at at, uh, at forty five. Yep. And the other thing outside of drafting, one thing that I enjoy doing in the uh, in the fantasy basketball landscape is trading. So I've had a lot of people knocking at the door asking about what my plans are with Chet um, for this season already. Uh, must have been after his still a game the other day, and he's playing less than 20 minutes, putting up 20 points um, and having himself a game. So if you love trading, pick up Chet. People like him. Yeah, I think that's the thing we probably don't talk about enough. It's like grab some tradable dudes. Grab some trade yep. guys. Like grab some assets who've got hype that you can get a preseason return for. So if you've got one of these drafts that's happening right now, like this weekend coming up, so we're coming up to the weekend of the like 13th, 14th of October, if you're coming up those weekends, like before the preseason finishes, you can grab some of those tasty little dudes like Scotty Barnes, for example. Mark just ripped him yeah. off. A guy like Tyler Hero put up numbers today in the preseason. What's Tyler Hero's role going to be in Miami after the uncertainty? So you can't, you can kind of eke out some value trade-wise on guys. 
match. Yeah. I took um I took uh Jalen Williams, the good one at uh the fifty-ninth pick. I'm looking at my team, I'm thinking I'm going to need some defensive stats now. I know that Paul George is a good steals guy. I know that Paul Zingas is a good blocks guy. I'm picking up Williams because one, I think with George and Paul Zingas, I've taken a little bit of a risk. I mm-hmm. know that they can be difficult. Oh, God, I'm I'm going again. Hold the phone. Well, this will be a bit of a panic purchase, but I'm going to take. I'm over here talking. There's powering through. I'm going to take Devin Vassell. But back to you my um, back, you love Vassell. Oh, I do. Yeah, that's a homer. Um, back to my Williams choice and my my justification. I like his dual eligibility as well. He can play at the mm-hmm. guard and forward position. He's going to get me some defensive stats. He's young. He's on an exciting team, and I think um, as far as fitness goes and an ability to play as many games in the season as possible next to bigger risks that I've taken in George and Porzingis. I think I just need to steady the bow. You know, I need to mm. steady the ship at the moment. Sorry, I'm being silent because I know I'm just going to get fucked over again. <laughs> you know that feeling where you just be like, yeah, I've just done it. I think I've got two guys who I want to pivot into nicely. I like Cam Johnson. Picking up Cam Johnson in the 60s for me, I think it's solid value. He gets me some steals. He's an excellent shooter. He helps out what I'm getting. Um, it's me. But now I'm faced with an interesting decision because I know this bastard after me has taken guys who I've had my eye on. I've also got my yeah, eye now on Zion. Rigesh has your number. He does. I am looking – I probably need – look, the eligibility from Giddy is going to do it for me right now. And I haven't drafted Josh Giddy all preseason. I, ha- I have not drafted him once yet. But – Look, I just want to get Giddy on my team. He gives me the rebounds I need. He gives me the assists that I need. He gives me some playmaking, and I like what's there. And I'm going to leave Cam Johnson in my list and see what I can do there. Yeah, let's see what Ragesh will pick. I can bet you bottom dollar that he's looking at Cam Johnson right now. Oh, he's on Williams. Uh, Williams, and that's perfect at 70. Good on him. That's, that's fine. That's just money. Oh. Giddy's... Um, Triple eligibility too. That's so love delicious. That. Absolutely love yeah. that. You yeah. can only see three players who have that: him, um, Franz, Franz Wagner, and uh, Paul George. The three guys, two, one of the guys I picked as well. So um, that can never hurt you, especially on those tight weeks, those big, uh, you know, fourteen game days. Um, that's where it's going to really play off. The, you can stick him in anywhere. Not a problem, mate. Talk it on so, through for me. I'm 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 nervous. I'm nervous. It's about to happen. Three picks to my turn. I've got Franz Wagner in my queue as my backup. Kyle Kuzma was someone else that I was looking at right there. Buddy Healed, not being the starter, seems to have gone off the block. Draymond Green, Zion. I think I might be lucky here. I thought this might be a little turning into Maddie's lucky day situation because look, I'm looking at these guys. Look, Franz does get me probably some more assists than that. I'm very low on assists right now, so I'm gonna have to target some of them later. Probably a later round target for some assists and point guard or someone like Trey Jones down the line. That might be a bit of a homer to you. But look, Chris Paul is still on the board. I picked, I picked up like in the hundreds the other day for him, like in the early yeah, hundreds. I'm just saying he, your, your, uh, your mortal enemy, Ragesh, just picked him up at 75. So that leaves you wide open for any of those three guys. I think, and you've made the decision to go with Cam Johnson, and I probably would have gone the same direction. But yep. if you're choosing between him, Franz, and who was the other one you were thinking about? Uh, Another someone small like Chris board. 
another small forward. I was probably looking down. No, you had there. someone else on that list. No, I need to play it back. But I think the three guys you were talking about were oh, no, all. I had Giddy, um, Giddy. Yeah. yeah, no, someone else you had. Anyway, they're all all three of the guys you were talking about were all um, the one or one A um, offensive option. They're all young. They're all exciting. Um, they're on teams that they're going to have opportunities and hopefully not um, be detrimental to you in the latter part of the season when we start to move into shutdown territory. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I guess there's always that that kind of fear with with yes. France um, and and possibly with um, Cam Johnson as well. But um, I, I think you made the right decision. Yeah, look, I do hope so. There is someone who I'm targeting on my board right now who hasn't gone off, and I know now with Clint Capella going off, it's a Necker Okongwu. Um, I'm calling Derek White this season. I'm calling him uh, collateral damage Derek because of him slipping down. He was, I guess, on the hype train very early for a lot of people um, this season, uh, and obviously with the trades that have sent him over, um, has sent uh, True Holiday to Boston. That early season... Uh, return for for Mr. White is it's long gone, isn't it? That ship has sailed, man. Yeah, yeah, I think so. He's um, I wasn't to be fair that um excited about him when the going was good, and now I have even less of a reason. And I'm quite happy that you guys have all passed on Franz Wagner because I'm going to pick him up again. He fits my build perfectly. Um, I'd love him to get to the line a little bit more, and maybe um, you know, a couple of seasons in now, he has the confidence to do that. Um, I've got two, two dudes with triple eligibility, so I'm covering all my bases there. He scores, he hits some um, threes. That's probably the other thing he needs to do a bit more of. He'll handle the ball. He gets some assists. He gets rebounds because he's well tall. I don't know how tall Franz is. Um, not as tall as his he's brother, six. but up there. And now I'm back around again to make another decision. Um, oh, it's given me problems. I'm going to go and pick Mark Williams. Yeah, uh, Mark Williams is my man there. Yeah, he's Maybe, just going out of my queue. See, I heard the little ding dong. I, I knew that I've upset you. Maybe I'm going to be on your um on your naughty list with Regish in a minute. But yeah, love Mark Williams. Uh, obviously, it's a bit of a um, bit of a disaster for him in the fantasy playoffs with only two games. Um, but you know, uh, as my eighth pick, I'm not really worried about that. I can't see that being a, a turning point. Again, he gives me some youth. Um, hopefully, he gives me some stability and to balance out some of my older guys. Might give me a few more blocks to compliment um, Paul Zinkus as well. What and are you I'm, thinking now, Maddie? With yeah, your nine Trey third? Jones. Trey Jones. My, look, my guards don't do a lot of – they get a lot of points, but they're not high in assists. But Trey Jones is a playmaker. He gets me steals. He, he's going to put us some points. He could probably have a better three-point ratio but right now i just need to like feed that a little bit guys who i was targeting like jar Morant around i always said to myself if i can get jar Morant at pick 100 or after i'm laughing i happen to have the 100 pick in this draft so if he was there i yeah. was going to do that wiggins going at 90 for me is not much of a muchness you know trey i've taken trey jones chris middleton houses safe as houses middleton Jar Morant, Wiggins, Fultz was someone else I was looking at. Terry Rogier, I was looking at. He, the Hornets just seem to be clicking back on all cylinders once, like they once did. Yeah. And obviously, they're awaiting the return of Miles Bridges from his suspension. CJ McCollum, I look, I like Mark Williams. I am looking at another center right now. Um, I had Williams and Jalen Duran in my queue around here, probably to feed mm-hmm. that a little bit more. Um, I probably need some blocks, but I need assists and steals. I really, I said at the beginning of the the draft, that's what I was going to lead into and try and get. And I just haven't gone that can way you, with how it's broken. 
Can you see anyone on um, our impending picks who you think it has has fallen and should be a bit of a steal? Don't know if they work for either of us, but there's a guy sitting there that I think should not be here at pick ninety eight. Have a look at that list and you tell me who you think it might be thinking about. I'm looking maybe Wendell Carter Jr. I'm talking Robert Williams. If I need block shots, I am talking guys yeah. like probably Miles Bridges as well, who I just mentioned, Bruce Brown. Oh, and I just talked to Bias Harris by accident. Oh, no, that was someone else. Good. Um, oh, it's my turn to draft. You're on now. And yeah, what about Daniel McGaffin? Oh, he's gone. Yeah. Yeah, he went. Um, people, are, people aren't worried about his, his injury scare now. He was all good again. Um, he was just trying to freak us out and push himself down the board a little bit. Yeah, Could I've you go taken, there? Was like, I've, I've, um, I've taken Wendell Carter Wendell? Jr. He looked great in the preseason. Yeah, he, I took Wendell. He, he looked great in the preseason today. He gets me my rebounds. Yeah, um, he gets me my points. Top scorer in the game. He's like, look, he's a great fit beside Paolo, and he's been a decent player. Like he is really one of the guys who's come out of that trade very well. He, um, he and had, I haven't taken. I haven't oh, taken him all year. He had plantar fasciitis last year, didn't he? I wonder if that because that has a. I'm not a doctor, but that has a history of coming back around. It's a bit. Uh, Bit of the the herpes of the foot world, isn't it? Where you just think you got rid of it and then you yeah, it comes back. Are you not worried about that with him? Going to have to see how it plays out. Look, it's a two center league that we're drafting in right now. And again, if you are in a two center league, talk to your commissioner and try and get that changed. Uh, you should be in a one center league at all times. So I'm taking him. I've got guys who are eligible for center like Chet Holgren right there as well. So look, I'm just going to do my best and see where it goes on this next one. This is me also experimenting with guys that I've never taken before, mate. Like I'm looking at guys down here in the center region and I'm kind of turning into this bigs build. I could get guys like John Collins down the way, even getting Yukas of Nurkic if he's still around when he comes back to me. It could be useful. Um, Not Collins, sorry, Zach Collins. Yeah, like he fits in the system. Like he's gone in there straight away and and it looks like it's going to do things. That it would, that he knows he doesn't have to do too much there. Yeah, he can just do his role and get in there. And he's look, I think he was leaned on in Portland way too much, but way too long, to be fair. Like, I think after CJ went out the door and they started their new reshaping of the team, I think he's had to do some heavy lifting for way too long. There is one guy now, though, who fits my build who's going to get in there, and I'm going to say his name. And I don't know if you look at him, but I'm looking at Ben Simmons if he's still available when he comes back to me. No, you, you can have Ben. He's all yours. I'm still looking at the guy I'm about to pre- Who is this guy? Who is this mystery guy? Reeves, mate. 107. Am I like? Am I delusional? Like, it's a huge deal at 107. Like, this guy could be, if, depending on LeBron's age, health, all the other things, he could be like the top scorer on this team. You know, like, he could be the. Number one, I mean, obviously with AD there as well, but AD has to play both ends. Am I, is that silly business or? No, I love Austin Reeves. He doesn't fit my build, so I wasn't looking at him. Um, I've already filled those positions for me, so he probably wasn't on my radar. So when you're asking me who I'm looking for, I went for those bigs who I was looking at. Now, this is interesting. Now, I, you've got to help me out here. Uh, I'm, I'm turning to your to your uh, expertise here. Yusuf Nurkic or Zach Collins for my team here to fill my second center spot? What do you reckon? I have 11 seconds to answer this question. Go with Nurk. Counting. Actually, no, uh, Collins. Go Collins. Go Collins. Go Collins. Go Collins. Go Collins. 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 Yeah, that was close. They're both in my queue. I, I recommend both of them in that position. Oh, and there goes Nurk. Ivy going as well. This is getting very interesting and competitive. There is one guy who I love, though, who is still on here. I haven't managed to pick him up. And God help me. Thank God Ragesh can't get him before me. Um, 
you've done, you Ragesh. Um, I love Bruce Brown. I love Bruce Brown. Yeah. yeah. I, I love him. He's and a Swiss Army knife guy, isn't he? He does a bit of everything. Um, really I like him too. But look, there we go. We, we yeah. mentioned it before. Ben Simmons went at the turn. So that was a guy I was thinking, he's still around the 117s. He's going between like 105 now and 120. So here I was holding yeah. on like just white knuckled racing. Like if he's going at 120, maybe I can get him at 117. Yeah. It didn't happen. Asur Thompson, uh, I don't know if you heard the pod today with Mitch Casey from Ball Boys Fantasy. Shout out to Mitch. Uh, top bloke, and we talked about Asur Thompson. He's getting incredibly comfortable with taking Asur in the 110 zone, and that's where Bass is going right now in this draft. He played um, about 75 minutes the other day. He did. He and um, him in that preseason game. And Bruce Brown went. So now I am absolutely up the duff again, which is absolutely fantastic. Um, I'm going to take the other Collins that I mentioned. No, he's gone. Jeez. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's gone, mate. I needed points, didn't I? I needed points. I'm going to get in Filipino legend Jordan Clarkson. Yep. He went one of 10 today, but he'll warm up. He's a shooter. He'll be streaky. He'll, um, and I, I think he's back to playing that six man role. I think it's a role that he's quite happy in. He won't have a, uh, have a tanny like, um, Buddy Heald. I think he's very happy to be the six man. He's a scoring punch. Um, yeah, speaking of that, I actually got, um, THT today because I've just noticed in the two preseason games that he's, um, had a a lot of, a really high usage. And I guess, um, with Collins, uh, sorry, not Collins, Collins Sexton being, you know, not the world's best assists man. It's really the ball's been in, um, in Taylor Horton Tucker's hand a lot. So, he was sitting on one of my waivers today, and I just nabbed him up. Now, this is where maybe I'm in our league, least. I don't know. It could be. I have to look. I've, I've actually cooked my field goal percentage entirely, but my free throw percentage is pretty strong. I'm looking good now in assists. I think I'm not all the way in. I probably need some more rebounds, steals, and blocks. So if I'm looking at steals, when it comes back to me, who am I going to probably pick up? He <sighs> got. Uh, how about Shane Sharp? Well, I'm looking at him, but what about Herb Jones in the interim? So I'm looking at like a Herb yeah. Jones, like someone like that, like KCP. He's just a bit empty MVP. across. He just seems like a um, like a streamer guy to me, especially when I mean he, he's going to get out of that starting unit as soon as injuries I'm, have solved themselves. There, I do need rebounds and blocks. Look, I am going to take Shane Sharp. I do like his upside. And I think if he has a couple of explosive ones, his trade bait for me too. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's perfect. 124 for him. Yeah. Um, and you can sit and wait. I also think he's a guy that if he doesn't take off when you need him to take off and being a guard, that might take a little longer into the season. You can just throw him back into the pond and someone else can have a go at him and you won't have any, um, uh, you know, nerves about doing that, that, or you know, regrets that you're going to come and um, someone else is going to pick him up and 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 beat your team with him later on. Do you think our friend Regesh so, calls him regrets? If he has any, I think. Where is Regesh? Is he still around? Like, Regesh is still around. We should see what his team looks like. Let's I'm, have a look at Regesh. Team Regesh. Let's have a little bit of a deep dive on Regesh. Regesh doing. Because he, uh, t- I'm just he, took try. Shea. he took Shay, Dejounte, Chris Paul, Josh Hart. So he's lent in heavy to assist. You can tell right there. Uh, rebounds: Hart, Williamson, Gafford, 
Adebayo, Claxton, Shengun, Brogdon, and Gordon. Not shaping out bad for our old mate, Ragesh. Matt, looking at your team, you've got Lillard, Booker, George, Jalen Williams, Chris Stapps, Devin Vassell, Mark Williams, Zach Collins, Franz mm-hmm. Wagner, um, The Wish Kid, Austin Reeves, and Dennis Schroeder. Yeah, I don't feel great about that, but he's going to get minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. Let's not dwell too much on oh, Dennis Schroeder, the uh, fever, fever MVP. Yeah, look, I'm probably I'm looking now. getting any other rewards this year. I'm really looking right now probably to pick up a guy like Herb Jones um, on my way back around. I've got... Like this is, I've got two rounds to go here. Herb Jones is going to be the is the Herbert, or we could call him um, Herbie the Love Bug. Is obviously going to be the starter there for now over in New Orleans. He's looked decent in the preseason here. Um, look, I like Herb Jones. I like him to start the season. I like him as a player. I think Trey Murphy's ascendance last year like took away from what he could do technically speaking, only by way of like, if he's out there, you don't need a guy like Herb Jones out there as much. A healthy Zion Williamson impacts the whole team. It it impacts the whole Ripples. But we might see the New Orleans Pelicans that we wanted to see last year magically appear in the NBA this season. So Herb about now, he gets me steals, he gets me points, he gets me threes, he gets me rebounds, but he gets me the steals that I need. And he does it so, and he doesn't, he helps my free throw percentage, which is also quite excellent, but my field goal percentage is out the door. Like my field goal, I'm not winning field goal percentage any week. So I don't yeah, think yeah. We're, we're in part of the of the draft now where you've got to wave goodbye to that completely. Um, I picked up Tari Eason. I know he tweaked his uh, ankle today. Um, Smith or somebody, some behemoth landed on the back of his heel and he limped off, but hopefully he'll be okay. Again, we're just in upside territory. There's a chance that he gets, um, you know, 12 minutes a game and he's just... Uh, Drowns in a in a in a deep Houston um, roster, but I'm going to you know cross my fingers, eyes and toes, and hope that um, things play out for him because I just think he's too good to to leave on the waiver wire for someone else to pick up later on. No, that's very true, and I'm actually kind of doing that right now in my league. I'm going to look to trade probably for a center because again, I'm I always draft off the premise of one center leagues. I probably shouldn't do it in mocks as much. But I just know that there's some out there that exists. But there's a guy right now who I could just put straight on my block. I'll type him into my queue, and he's still around in my draft. Uh, Stephen Adams, there we go. He's gone. Uh, this one, Herb Jones, there we go. He's gone. So I'm, I guess I'm drafting. So Stephen Adams has gone off as I was looking at him in this draft. Um, now, say, make, sure you consider, make sure you consider with this pick, who is Ragesh going to want? Because he's one pick after you this round. So it would be nice if you could stitch Ragesh up. Maybe I'm that could be t- the title of this podcast. Stitch Regesha. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> no, look, I think that'd be Yeah, he did. Um, Toppin's gone, my guy. Toppin. Greg is because Greg, he might be a listener. He might listen to uh, Matty G from the podcast network. Um, loving that guy. I'm probably looking now. I am not going to take a flyer. I, I don't know if I should take a flyer because I just took my flyer the round before, but I could probably do myself a really serviceable job on rebounds to lock those downs. Um, and the guy I'm probably going to look at is someone who, again, so what I've built this draft around at the end is what do I need to complement? Because I think I actually look pretty strong across the board with where I've gone. I've got some upside guys with Trey Jones, Shaden Sharp. So I've got some spicy ones. I actually don't mind my team so much. I'm probably going to go, I'm going to go Kevin Looney just to shut up my rebounds and my field goal percentage because I have it, it sucks. 
And it's not an upside pick, but sometimes if you've got an upside in your second last pick, you don't need to always shoot for defenses. Look at who's gone off the board here. Campaign, Norm Powell, Kevin Looney, KCP. I know we always talk, Matty, about flyers in your last round. Do you need to take a flyer in the last round or can you take flyers through your draft if you draft up to get the value you want? Yeah, I think you can probably end up playing it safe, especially in a 12-team league like we're in now where you know if you make a mistake, there's still plenty of guys on the waiver for later on for you to uh, rectify your errors. So I'm, you know, I think when we're getting, you know, we play in a 16-man comp, I play in a 20, I know you do too. When you start getting into that territory, it might be... um you know, when you're in this range, um, you probably have to have some more serious thought about cool. the right now and about the future. But I think with a with a waiver wire, the waiver wire this deep, you're probably pretty safe. I'm yep. going to with my last pick. I'm going to. I'm putting Quint- bets on both sides here. Quentin Grimes. I'm going to pick Quentin Grimes. Um, Quentin Grimes. No, no, no. Jeremy Sutter. And the reason why is because he and Eason both can't get the minutes this season. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of um um yeah I'm doubling I'm doubling up and I'm you know um I'm putting myself in a position that if one fails I can keep the other one, knowing that at this point one of those guys is going to end back up here on the um on the waiver wire pretty soon. I love to play the waivers. Yeah. I use all five or six of my waiver um, pickups each week because, um, you know, you, you're obviously getting in potentially an extra five games there with those, with those six pickups. If you can play it right and pick them up at the right time and drop them at the right time, um, get those good back-to-backs. And I know that I can keep Eason or Thompson after a few weeks, see what happens, and uh, and the other one can just go back out to the ocean. This was a really good teammate. Mate, oh, oh, I bought yours up first, Matty. I was going to have you talk through. Yeah, Let's talk you? through yours. Right. Yeah, yeah, yours is on the board. Okay, so I have myself with my first pick and slotting nicely into that first spot, Damian Lillard. Um, I'm pretty happy with him at 11th. He's obviously setting me up very early on for excellent. He's a nine uh, 900s man for free throw percentage. So I started that off really strong. I followed it up with who could potentially this year be the number one option in a stacked Phoenix team with Devin Booker. Um, I think they're obviously going for a title and they're going for a title, title hard. So he's going to play um, and he's going to play hard. He's, he's got a good, um, you know, support crew there. His field goal percentage is not terrible. His three throw percentage is strong. Um, points are strong as well. So I'm off. I've got two guys in my first two picks who are potential, you know, 40-point-a-night scorers. I then picked up George, Paul George. Um, we always yeah, have like injury that. concerns with him and how much he's going to play, but the triple eligibility, the steals, um, again, the points, the free, uh, the, the three-pointers, he's kind of elite, and he has been for a long time. Hmm. Then um, I've got Jalen Williams. The reason I took him was because I thought I took a bit of a gamble with the two guys before him in George and Porzingis um, with their health, their age, Porzingis being on a new team, George, um, you know, potentially having Harden next to him at any any point in time and, and you know, suffering statistically because of that. Porzingis was there. Um, 
uh, yeah, not much to say about him. Strong, and we know what he can do. I took Vassell, Vassell, bit of a homer. I'm hoping that this is his breakout year. He just got that big money. Um, He is, at the moment, the highest paid player for the Spurs. Um, And hopefully he can do as his paycheck kind of, um, you know, requires of him. Mark Williams, um, solid, happy with the position. I got him in that uh, 70s, 80s, wherever I picked him up. Um, Zach Collins, you helped me make that pick after me nearly auto-drafting. Franz Wagner, again, triple eligibility, young. He's the number one option there in Orlando. Um, He's a bit of a, we talked about, um, uh, what's his name? Who's a Swiss army knife that we're talking about for? Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown. Yes, Bruce Brown. So he's he's kind of like a Bruce Brown on, uh, on steroids. Austin Reeves, again, I didn't need him, but picking him up, uh, you know, the north side of 100 at 108 or 7 or whatever, I picked him up. That seemed like a no-brainer. Dennis Schroeder, don't know why I did that. Maybe because he got an MVP trophy. And then I've already explained my Eason and Thompson pick. Tell me about your team. Mate, let me go up to it right here. I'm. This is the one that I was interested to just fly with today. Um, it's, it didn't go my way straight off the bat. So, obviously, you can see, and also this is the weird thing here. Obviously, Kevin Looney, I don't know why he's a power forward. Like he, they roll him out as the starting center on the team. So, I probably does he, got, dis- does he not have a center eligibility? Not have a center eligibility. Funnily enough, on Yahoo yeah. right now, I'm gonna have to at Dan Titus about this one. Hey Dan, yep. <clears throat> cough. Just help me. <clears throat> cough. Get yeah, it out there, yeah. um, mate. I'll have to talk about. It. Look, I off the bat today was absolutely thrown. Uh, in pick four, I was pretty much banking on Shea Gilgis Alexander. The only time that I've seen Shea go elsewhere on that one was when he's gone third. Um, or, or second once. I've seen him go second once, which I thought was just almost insanity over Luca. to be fair, especially because, like, I don't think I don't think we're going to see a 40, 50-point game as much as we will see those kind of games that really blow off and stand off your stats sheet at the end of a week, like you do with Luca from someone like Shea. Shea is, a, is an incredibly efficient, great team player. He's now got Chet in town. It's it's going to be an it's going to be an amazing thing to watch OKC basketball this season. Like they are yeah. an absolute league pass team for me. So I've gone with Jason Tatum. Again, he's a Swiss Army knife kind of guy. His field goal efficiency isn't that great, but he has very good free throws. He's going to get me points and threes. So I lent him to that very early to see what I could sort out from there. So I picked up guys along the way, like Mikhail Bridges fell to me in the third round. Very happy with that one. Uh, leaves me some. Yeah, no brainer. And and a good thing here is then, like you can see that the Yahoo projections is at 95 steals a game uh, for the season. Sorry, but this is also a guy who we're traditionally used to being more defensive. So we know that's probably not going to be the same return that we see from him in defense in Brooklyn that we saw in Phoenix because he has to have a more of the offensive workload there. Um, Fred in my second round, Tyrese Maxey was a nice pickup. I think I really like that. Um, I picked up Chet Holgren. I picked a bit of a an OKC stack there with Josh Giddy, Wendell Carter Jr. A bit of a Brooklyn, a bit of a couple. I've got a couple of double plays going on. Cam Johnson as well. I took Trey Jones. I, look, I just like where Trey's going in drafts right now. He looks comfortable. He looks confident. There needs to be a point guard at the end of the day in San Antonio to run that offense. We know a pop system is an efficient basketball system. It's a team system. And a guy like Trey Jones fits perfectly into Pop's mentality. And I think he's going to return you value on wherever you draft him in your leagues, especially if it's as late as I got him today. Where did I draft him? 93. I think he has every chance of being a top 80, 
top 75 player at the end of the day. So if I'm getting at 93, one or eking out two extra rounds of value there, quite happy to do so. Jordan Clarkson was the one that I wasn't sure on. I needed points. I, I look, He's going to get him. He doesn't hurt that free throw percentage and he leans into that punting field goal percentage entirely because the man's never met a shot he doesn't just simply fall in love with on its first date. Um, Shade and Sharp. Jalen Johnson. So here's some upside and Kevin Looney. So this is a kind of an upside draft that I've built around safely. Probably a little bit weaker than I would like in uh, maybe some steals and points at the end of the day, but generally not a bad fairing team and also a very interesting trade baity team because I've got this dual eligibility on Chet who can roll into my second center spot. I definitely want to use some guys who are tasty like Shade and Sharp here. Um, to return me some value. If Cam Johnson puts up another big preseason numbers game, like he did in the first one, like in this the one yesterday with Brooklyn, and I start to go to him in Brooklyn, that is a very interesting trade piece. So I guess this one for us is like, a, this is a preseason draft. Use these guys to get value back on, I think is one of my things, Matty. Yeah, I think so too. Um, and that all depends on your league. You know, there's some leagues that are just crickets where, you know, you go from game one to the finals and no one's spoken, no one's traded. I love playing in leagues that have um, active trades. I mean, the basketball is so so secondary for me outside of the drafting, outside of the trading. That's all the, that's all the good gear that I like to do. Yeah. And then I just watch the basketball games for fun after that. But yeah, I think you're right. If you get a few of those guys that, fall and you think look you don't really fit my system you're probably too good at what you do to sit in my team um leaking whatever you have rebound steals whatever your strength is that's where you take those guys you wait for them to have those couple of good games um if you've got a bit of a golden tongue like it sounds you do maddie g you might be able to whisper in a few ears and uh you know convince a few people and that's where you take your team from strength to strength, you know? And I think, you know, I saw you shirtless before this draft. Let's not lie. You came into the, uh, you came into the studio, not wearing a shirt before you put on the Harley Davidson and the standard squeeze hat this evening. And I was like, look, what do you want me to, who, who do you want from me on my team in our ESPN league? You can have them, Maddie, just take the shirt off again. So, you know, yeah. you, I may have the, I may have the golden tongue, but you've got the golden pectoral muscles, my friend. Um, and I nah, think with sharks. Shucks. I think we had a bit of fun with it. Maddie, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, thank you very much to our sponsors, Standard Squeeze, of course. Don't forget that you can drink responsibly, drink conveniently, and drink with Standard Squeeze. Maddie is repping the hat. I'm repping the tea. So not only do they have great apparel that you can check out, it's great gear, isn't it? And they've got the Slim mm. Cups now. I gave my missus one of the brand new Slim Portable Cups, takes your coffee, your wine on the run. Oh, I did the same thing. You did the same thing. The missus loves it. She's yeah, like, we're going to start. We've got to start paying them off for dipping out all the time to do podcasts, mate. So Standard Squeeze are definitely looking after us there. Thank you very much to Ash and the team there. Make sure you check out their range. Use promo code INSIGHT15. Get yourself 15% off. And talk to our guy, Ryan, at Astute Newstep. Now, Ryan is an absolute king when it comes to helping you out with your uh, financial needs. I know you're a Queensland bloke, but he actually does it nationwide, Maddie. So he's based in Brisbane, but he helps people out nationwide. He specializes in residential home loans with over 50 lenders on a panel, including all the major banks. The best part is he does not charge a fee like other brokers. They offer personal uh, vehicle business loans, but they do specialize in home loans. So if you've ever had uh, your dream home on your mind, or if you're looking, if the interest rates are too high, or if you wonder if you can ever afford it, chat to Ryan on 0431 
766-784. That's 0431-766-784. Or email him at ryanh at eganwealth.com. That's ryanh at eganwealth.com. And use code INSIGHT to let him know we've sent you, and he'll hook you up just a little bit extra and do everything in his power. Matty, thank you so much for joining me for tonight, brother. Oh, always a pleasure. Never a chore, mate. Okay, you take care of yourself. This has been an Insight NBA podcast. Make sure you like and subscribe. Give us five star, all the ratings, and take care. Peace all.